You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. Lord have mercy. Now, the name of this one was Ready for Love, How Can I Be Lovable Again? This is a question that we're we're asked so many times in so many different ways because so many things that people have lost. Yes, it's focused towards singles, but married people can get a piece of this too. And tomorrow we'll focus towards marriage. Yeah, tomorrow we'll singles will be able to get a good piece of that too. But they're looking to say, they're saying, how can I be lovable again? Because I've given so much over here. I don't have any more to give. I've done all of this. I don't have any more to do. I don't know how. I don't know what I must do to be received. Right. I don't know what I must do to make somebody receive me, to love me, to get, maintain, obtain the person that I desire. Right. And so what we did was, is we switched that question just a little bit. We, we tweaked it a little bit because it's not about you being lovable. It's about you being love-abled. And what that means is, is that you have to position yourself to be able to love yourself enough to make decisions and changes in your life so that and 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 change your perspective on how you see things so that you stop getting the same things you've been getting so that you can stop doing the same things that you've been doing and being run around and and taken through the same hells that you've been taken through so that's what this is all about right so are we ready for the first one i'm ready are you i'm ready we we have seven of them what I'm going to ask someone to do, some of you to do, if you can help us, you always are a great help to us. Um, room rules still apply, even though we're not responding directly to a letter today. Room rules still apply. Respond to this with compassion. Be nice. Be kind. Be considerate in the room because people come because they trust you. So thank you. Yes. And then we're going to have someone, if any of you can repeat, write these things down so other people can write them down if they miss what we say as we go through this. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um. So first thing, thank you, Dr. for saying my hair is fire. I really appreciate it because, it, yeah. Um, Chris Leggett, though, here's what I love. She said, I lost trust. Not sure if I can trust my decisions again. Chris, let me help you understand something. This right here is about to help you be able to not just, you're not going to automatically poof, trust your decisions all over again. What it's going to do is help you better inform every decision you make from here on out. Absolutely. So if you stick here, stay through this broadcast, that's what we want to help you do is develop a new way of thinking so you can trust your decisions. Amen. Number one, are we ready? I'm ready. Number one, everyone write this down. You ready? Ping, Let's go boom, <laughs> I am not accountable for their choices in hurting me. I am not accountable for their behavior. I'll, re I'll say that again. I am not accountable for their choices in hurting me. I am not accountable for their behavior. What's going on here is that rejection hurts. Nobody, no human, li no living human being likes the idea of rejection. Yep. No matter how lovable or hateful you are, you don't like being rejected. 
What happens so often in toxic relationships is that someone doesn't outright reject us, their behavior rejects us. So we intuitively feel that rejection, but because they're staying around, they 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 hide that or, or capture that rejection in a shell of I love you or I still want you. So we're we're believing what they're what they say and not believing what they do. As a result, whenever they reject us in their behavior, we're saying, what's wrong with me? What did I do to make you act like this towards me? What did I do mm. to make you treat me in such a way? If you love me, what did I do so that I can change it? And, uh, so I could change it and make it better. Yes, ma'am. Well, yeah. So it's either what did I do to make you treat me this way? Mm. Or yes, what can I do? What actions can I take? How much weight can I lose? How much can I stop talking? How much can I stop mm -hmm. being ambitious in order to make you stop hurting me and treat me the way that I deserve to be loved? Yes, absolutely. But in this declaration, in this statement, in this statement that you're writing down, if you agree with it for your life from right now until you move into, and, and, and this is what you'll be following in 2019, if you can agree with us for this, and I'm not saying agreement as in calling it down, I'm talking about agreement as in walking this out. What you will begin to do is you'll begin to realize, you'll, you'll, you have to tell yourself, you have to train yourself that their decisions and their behaviors does not belong to you. Yes. Every person has a choice, whether you mistreat them, whether you make a mistake or not, every person has their own individual choice in how to respond to that mistake. Love respond kindly. Love responds with long suffering. Yes. Love responds with patience. Love responds and says, hey, listen, mm -hmm. that doesn't feel good, but I still love you. Or they, they respond with some level of correction if it were, if there was an issue with you. But what you want to do is you want to remove yourself from the equation of their choices. Remove yourself from the equation of their behavior. They behave like this because they are inept at loving you. Right. They behave at this because they may be broken themselves. We don't know. That's not our business. What we do know is that this is their behavior. They've proven it. They've been consistent with this. And it's not any of your fault can i amen <laughs> amen i think probably one of the biggest um um enablers that we carry um as as human beings who genuinely desire to see even the people that we love healed is that we allow even their past hurts we allow their past uh, things that have happened in their lives to be an excuse for why they mistreat us and we carry that and we allow them to mistreat us even sometimes based on their inabilities. But understand, even if they have things in their past that keep them from being able to love you properly, guess what? Once you tell them that their behavior hurts you, they still have a choice. Once they are aware that they have a past that makes them unable to love you properly, they still have a choice to go and get the help that they need in order to help them love themselves and then help them love you better. So it's all a choice. Yes, absolutely. We've all had some things happen in our lives and in our past that may inhibit us from being who we need to be. 
it is still not your responsibility. Absolutely. So 2019 is the year that you love yourself enough to hold them accountable for their behavior and to be the consequence. Yes. Absolutely. You must be the consequence of their behavior. You don't have to endure it. Listen, especially because we're talking to singles, you're not obligated to be in a situation. You don't have to be. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, what I want you to do is, uh, Jeanette asked a question. Can you pin that so we don't miss that? Because I really want to go back to that. Um, she's married, but I, I would love to go back to that piece. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Number two, are we ready? Did anybody write down the, that first one? Let me see if y'all are y'all being obedient up in here. Let yeah, me see. They're, they're just I am not accountable for you. Okay, Erica. Thank you, Erica. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Listen, Don't make me. <laughs> listen, church. Okay. Okay. Number two. Number two. Y'all ready? Yes. I am my own peace. <laughs> I am my own peace. And I'll break I'll unpack that in a minute. But babe, I I've been seeing that on Facebook, be his peace, be Instagram, her peace, and then, his, and then no, it's memes. always be his peace. Do, do you know where that came from? No. Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. It is amongst married folks, I uh -huh. will say, um, or, you know, let's just say you're living together. You know, men don't like to come home to a nagging woman. Men don't like to come home to a woman that's always asking him to do stuff. Men don't like to come home to feeling like there's a war zone. He just got out, got done fighting a war in the streets. He don't want to come home to a war zone in the house. So, ladies, be his peace. That's always the connotation that I see gotcha. Um, gotcha. from that. Got you. I understand. I understand the idea. Ladies, listen. Men, listen. Both of you, be my, be his peace, be her peace, be your own peace. Here's the reason why. Come on, church. Now, I, I am going to go. You, of course, you know we're faith based, so I am going to go biblical a little bit here, right? Uh huh. But I want you to understand something. Nobody likes conf conflict. Right. Nobody likes conflict. She goes through things just like I go through things. She's going through whatever she's going through. I'm going through whatever I'm going through. So what we have to do is we have to be safe for each other. Right. Absolutely. So what peace mean? Let's go to the word peace. One of the words translated as peace is shalom. I want to show I'm a, I want to show you something here. Now, what shalom or peace is directly is the absence of war and the absence of conflict. I want you to understand that it's the absence of war or the absence of conflict. But Shalom is, has a deeper meaning because the absence of those things are not enough for a living being. The absence of those things are not enough for something that's being built for a relationship being built. OK, mm -hmm. so peace also means the presence of stability, wholeness and completeness. It also means that. So it will say this wall is built and it as at peace. That's because all the pieces are in are in place all the p-i-e-c-e-s are in place for it to be in p-e-a-c-e -E. does that make sense yes and so it's completeness so whenever a complex organism or a complex thing an organized thing has all the pieces in place and is working uniformly working great no conflict nothing missing. and no war and nothing missing you see what I'm saying? Nothing missing. When it is complete and whole, mm -hmm. that's peace. What I'm saying is this. You can't be someone else. You can keep conflict at bay, but conflict will always come. You cannot be, you cannot, you cannot not bring conflict into a relationship when you are personally conflicted. Mm-hmm. 
When you're personally incomplete, when you're personally broken, when you're personally not whole, when you're personally hurt, when you personally have pain from your past, when you personally have baggage that you're carrying around, no, you will not be totally healed. But here's the problem: you can't be what some you can't be to someone else what you have not achieved yourself. Yes. Yes. We we speak peace because we want to say, hold your tongue. Don't bring war to the home or to the relationship singles, right? Right. But the big issue is, is don't be incomplete yourself. An incomplete person will always reach out to pull someone in to fill a spot that they yes. need to fill internally. Yes, yes, yes. Always. Yes. That's very, very important. So. The one of the and what I want to do here, one of the the steps to getting to that piece is healing, growing, healing. It means whatever rip and tear you've had in your life, psychologically, emotionally, all the invisible things that you've had in your life that has torn you. Mm -hmm. You need to be healed from that. That's 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 the primary foundation of what the car and I reaches reach out and do. It's very important that you heal from that or begin the healing process as you before you move into a new relationship. You also go ahead. No, no, finish. I just no, no, no. The if Lord right is there? speaking. No, you go ahead. Finish okay. it. Oh, because <laughs> you know you forget, right? <laughs> you need to grow, grow. See what growth does is it sheds old things. It's not necessarily healing. But it puts you in a position to heal naturally by shedding and tearing off old things, yes. old skin. Yes. You've heard the biological claim that the body sheds all its skin over seven years. Right. Every seven years, you're a brand new biological person, at least on the outside. Right. That same thing has to happen. You have to continue to grow. Yes. Uh, and and um, you have to continue to grow and become whole. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Regeneration. Regeneration is a thing that um, a lot of people want to go back and get what was left. A lot of right. people want to go back and get what was lost. I gave him all of this. I gave her all of this. I want to go back and get what was lost. Well, let me tell you something. What was lost is, is, is behind you. It is now time to regenerate for what's in front of you. Regenerate every wound regenerates new skin. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, Every church. broken bone regenerates new cells. And, and, and we're built like that. And if we're physically built like that, we're mentally and emotionally and psychologically built like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, go ahead, babe. Well, no. And so here's what I was going to jump to. And I always, always, always refer to this when we talk about becoming healed and whole uh -huh. and walking it out. Um, somebody asked, you know, how do you get healing? Listen, there is a process and there are steps. And if you go to the Soul Ties Detox, it will tell you more about that. The SoulTiesDetox.com. Here's the thing, though. When Jesus was performing miracles on the 10 lepers who had leprosy, mm -hmm. some of the physical effects of leprosy were skin falling off. Some of the effects were, you know, different things, limbs falling off. Right back. Yes. Um, all those different things that were happening to lepers. And the rule in that day with the lepers was that you could not appear before the king if you were 
not healed. You cannot appear before the king if you were not whole. And so what God did, he just said, go and show yourself to the king. You are healed. Before anything started coming back, before limbs started coming back, before dead skin and started coming back onto them, God said, begin to walk that out. And by the time they got to the king, they were healed. What did that mean? What do I mean by that? I'm not preaching. I promise you I'm not preaching. But here's the thing. In order to begin to obtain or be your own peace, you have to begin walking out a process. You have to go forward. If you sit here and you wallow it and, and you agonize over it and, and ask all the questions, well, how do I do it? How do I do it? No, part of your job is to begin to walk it out and seek that peace. We have an amazing process for it. But listen, he tells you what to do. God tells you that you are healed. Your job now is to begin to walk that out and walk in that freedom and live in that, even if, as if it's already there. Absolutely. Whew. Whew. Walk it out. Meaning that you don't have to be there to move. You, you don't have to be there to move. You don't have to. You just move forward and let it happen to you you move forward with the intent of being healed you move forward with the intent of being whole you move forward with the intent of being at peace does that make sense yes lord in 2019 love yourself enough yes to be be your, your own peace. peace amen number three are we ready did somebody write down be your own priest oh yeah peace? they did they, okay they, okay, okay. they've been working they were for some obedience up here okay <laughs> number three I am the prize. I am powerful. Yes. I am the prize. I am powerful. This is very important, especially for those looking for relationships. Y'all got to write that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to wait? <laughs> no, y'all, because this, this one is one of the, I mean, number two was amazing. This is also one of the most important. I am the prize. If, I am powerful. I, okay, just go ahead. I okay. am surprised. And, 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 and feel free to step on in. Yes. What this means, both single men and women have made bad, have made the mistake of looking outside themselves for something to become something more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. They're looking for power couple situations. They're looking for someone who's already on the grind. They're looking for someone who's already there. They're looking for someone who's in a particular place. They're looking for someone to to make them happy. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they're, they're looking for someone who looks like what they think that they want. And the problem is, is that if we are not already there, all we're going to find is where we are right does that make sense mm -hmm. ladies you are the prize you are the prize worth and gentlemen yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely no 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 no. but we're gonna we're gonna hit that because there there's two sides to that and i want it's very important that ladies recognize that they're the uh, prize worth striving for yes okay sorry you're a prize worth a man stepping out and showing you and demonstrating and wooing you to his to by his affection and to his side you are a prize a prize with the prize there is a finish line you don't throw the trophy in the middle of the race yes you are the prize understand you have to walk into this new era with the new perception that i am the prize everyone does not deserve your time 
everyone doesn't get you. Right. The first person that you're attracted to doesn't get doesn't get just because you're attracted to just because he laced up to get into the race and you let him on the field does not mean that he won already. Let that brother sweat. Right. Men, you are powerful. You don't need a trophy wife. You don't need a woman to prove that you're powerful. Right. You don't need to be with a weaker woman. You don't need to be with the woman to make you feel good about yourself. If you get, especially for men, if you get this alone, trust me, man. Now, I can speak to this. Right. It was not until I spent some time alone and it was in stages. It was in graduated stages that I realized that I can stand alone. I don't need anyone to be who I am. What happens is, and it sounds like a hurtful statement. I, don't, I almost don't even like saying it because I love Takara so much. <laughs> I, I don't need her right. to be who I am. But here's the reward in that. Because I don't need her, I get to choose her. Mm. And my choice for her uplifts, makes her higher because she's not a necessity anymore. She's a choice. She's a queen by choice. I've uplifted her. I've lifted her higher than than my brokenness. Mm. I've lifted her higher than my, uh, my, my insecurities. I've lifted her higher than any place in me that made me feel like I need somebody to lean on because I don't feel man enough. I need somebody to look like a, the part that I need to play because I don't feel strong enough. No, you, you, you lift the mental and emotional weights by yourself. You go to that mental and emotional gym by yourself. You get strong by yourself. Let me tell tell you something and and, it's, and, it, and it goes along with the peace piece when you're lift when you're lifting you're 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 tearing muscle and it's being rebuilt mm. regenerated it's being rebuilt there's a lot of us men who are hurt and because we don't know how to face the circumstance of our emotional intellect we are angry and mm -hmm. we misuse people and we misuse especially the women that we say that we love because by misusing them, we feel more powerful. Yeah. By misusing them, we feel like we're a greater thing. The Bible always told us that we're the stronger vessel. It's okay. Be a leader to yourself first. You are already powerful. What, I'm, I'm telling you this, and, I'll, and I'll, you have to believe this. You have to believe this. Men, you are already powerful. If you do not believe that and stand in that, and you fake that, because we're good at it. Mm -hmm. Let's not lie about We're good at that first. We're good at that. Our representatives are spot on. Our, our representatives is James, James Bond, Idris right. Elba. Our representatives is out there kicking tail. If you don't believe that, you're going to draw a powerful woman and you won't know how to deal with her and you'll end up trying to break her, destroy her and compete with her because your insecurity has taken over who you are. You are a great man. You are good. You don't have to go through all that. Get it first by yourself. Mm. 2019. While your prize is getting presented, getting ready for that prize position, hey, hey, get get ready for this position. Now, we have some engaged folks in the house. We know who you are. 
the thing is, is that she, let's let's go into that marriage knowing that she's the prize, and he's powerful mm. in and of yourselves. In and of yourself, don't need each other. Choose each other. That makes sense. Amen. I just want to go back to the prize just really quickly. Hit that. Hit that. Really quickly. Because I think, ladies, we've been somewhat brainwashed in today's society to believe or to believe that um, us being confident is a bad thing in some in some circles you know they started calling it playing hard to get oh she's a tease and and so what it began to be is that we've had to then lower our confidence in order to make the people that we would normally attract feel more comfortable around us and let me tell you something for somebody who really is that powerful man that you really want in your life ladies there is nothing wrong and there is nothing sexier than the confidence that you carry the confidence that you exude when you know that you are the prize absolutely and trust me it's oh so much more sweet when you then get a man that recognizes you as such when you get a man that understands that listen I, I just can't half step with this one because she's a prize I have to win this race because that is my prize that let me go run and train condition prepare myself get my body right because that over there she's a prize let me go get that and she knows she's a prize many times they're intimidated by you not because you're too much to handle they're intimidated by you because you recognize who you are and they know that if they don't come correct with who you know that you are, they've lost, period. Own your position as the prize and walk in it and do not let your head or your standards or guard down for anything. Be that before him. Yes. Don't depend on him to make you his prize. He'll recognize you as a prize right. if you're already shining. Right. A real runner. Because there's a lot of great men out there. There's a lot of real men out there, but there's a lot of broken men out there. Right. And a man who has gone through the process to heal a little bit and, or to heal a lot of bit and move forward. A man who has gone, gone through the process to gain his peace. Listen, I, I am one of those dudes who have gone through multiple processes. Again, it's been graduated. However, when it comes time, when you're there, he's going to recognize you. Don't wait for him to tell you who you are. Because then you depend on him. Right. Your, right. your prizeness depends on his depiction of you. His <laughs> perception can change. Yes. The way he sees can change. We get tired of each other all the time. All the time. It changes. I still love her. She still loves me. She may not like me. Sometimes <laughs> she's just not as shiny as she used to be. But, but. She stays it's where she is. Feed me fat stuff. <laughs> I like chicken. So, but she stays where she is. Do you understand what I'm saying? No problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? She stays exactly where she is because of who she is. No, she is consistent. She stays there, and I have no choice but to treat her as that. No choice by her. No choice, but by my father. Very important. Yes. Okay, we won't beat that down into the ground. I know, we done beat that whole I, thing. I, I, listen, I see Renata and Jarvis. Y'all y'all come on with all that love up in here. Go ahead. Jarvis said he ran his butt off for Go his ahead. prize. <laughs> that brother was like this. He had cramps <laughs> and everything. Gump up in that piece. He was running. Yeah, cramp like, I can make it. I can get there. Yes, yes, yes. And there you go. Man, we love you, man. Okay, number four, because we got a few more. 
Number four, especially for you singles. This is very important. Are you ready? Yes, I'm Let's ready. Let's go. I have standards. I will learn to say no. Please learn to say no with I, conviction. Right. I had to pa- unpack the prize. This is a piece of the prize. I have standards. I will learn to say no. Did somebody put that down there? We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, I know there's a delay, but I want to make sure y'all get it. Yes. Here's the problem that I've seen. Here's the problem that I recognize. When you date, especially ladies, men, men, men kind of do it a little bit different, but especially ladies, this is what we recognize. When you choose one man uh-huh. to date, You've chosen you within a matter of time. You've chosen that man to marry, <laughs> within a matter and you of haven't time, even asked him whether he married you back yet. He said he loved Jesus. <laughs> you know, he said he want to have kids one day. He said he's looking for a friend, but he, you know, he want a wife. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or he's ready to settle down, or whatever, whatever line, or whatever, whatever. Let's not say it's a line. Some men are serious, right? Whatever. Um, whatever place he is in his life uh-huh we've understood that to be that okay that's him and you're doing it wrong not everyone deserves your time not everyone deserves your effort not everyone deserves your energy not everyone deserves your affection and not everyone deserves your commitment what we're saying is is that you have to learn to discern this year coming up you are discerning right now here's what i want to it's not here in in the notes here but i, I just want to just i'm gonna throw this at you real quick and then uh i'm gonna get back to to the online on the task at hand a lot of people treat discernment as it's a mystical spiritual feeling i got a gut feeling about this guy right thing right discernment <laughs> when, when we look in the word of god there's about two to three words that that are turned into or that are, that are translated discern for the most part for uh, the majority of the time now uh, there are some times where the spirit helps you discern those are the tough times where if you, if it were not for the spirit you would be led out of the door right but for the majority of the time the word discern means to test to see if it is real to check and see to make sure that's exactly what it means it's not something that you wait for filling for you're testing it you're going you're checking it you're biting into the gold to see if it bends you're making sure that it is what it says it is you're making sure it don't turn your neck green or your finger green you're making sure that everything is in place and is consistent with who they say they are now, you can't know these things unless you already have a standard. Right. You can't know that gold is this type of thing or that diamonds have this type of clarity or whatever the case may be unless you have a standard. What is your standard? These are things that you need to be um, developing. You can't say, see, when you write this, I have a standard. I, I, learn, I will learn to say no. Have a standard then. What's the standard for character? What's the standard for consistency and what's the standard for currency? Start there. Go ahead, babe, and I'll I'll explain those. But still, even even if I mean, let's be honest, 
sometimes yes we do have a standard for appearance as well sometimes we have a standards for for how people are how they talk how they walk all that stuff their whole overall presentation from jump a lot of times we don't say no because my friend sister's cousin's twin sister said that she gave a guy a chance and you know because she did now they're married and have four kids sometimes um those standards really need to come into play before you even begin to date that person know when to say no sometimes from the very beginning we knew right from jump we should have just said you know what i'm not interested but we gave somebody a chance hoping that they would rise to our standards to the occasion right and when in reality it was like no you knew they weren't meeting your standards when you first met them you were just hoping you could mold them into something that you could saying no starts from the moment of contact absolutely it's okay to have an aesthetic standard. It's okay. It's 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 very okay. You like what you like. You love what you you want to wake up next to somebody who you want to make love to. Listen, I'm not hey, I'm married. Oh, I'm sorry if you, this is very important. <laughs> yes. This is this is serious business. Yes. You want you want somebody especially come on man, somebody back me up, brothers. You want somebody that you can watch walk. You, someone you don't mind open doors in front of come on man come on god created this whole sexual attraction thing for a reason and, and men are very aesthetic so come on wait. you want somebody that you don't mind wait yeah wait and ladies we want somebody i'm sorry but if you ugly after a fight it's real hard to get over stuff with an ugly person i'm just saying a person who's not attractive to you because ugly is relative somebody who's ugly to me yes somebody who's ugly to me who is not attractive to me it becomes very difficult to forgive and forget every time we get into a fight i don't want to make up with you i don't want to have makeup sex with you i don't want to do anything over in your direction so if your standards include a physical appearance make sure you start there as well and do not have a any shame about it whatsoever absolutely but don't let it stop there he has a nice smile he talks well. He got some nice shoes. Come on, ladies. You know that those are the are, are those are the top three things. Yes. And then next to his conversation. Yes. Like, like the first three or four things. Nice shoes. Nice smile. Good conversation. Ball head, beard, and, and we, goatee, sexy lips. There it is. And so what happens? Six feet tall. <laughs> right, right. And so what ends up happening is is that we stop there because that because we're attracted we feel something and we mistake what we feel as discernment and what you feel is not necessarily discernment it's that other part of you that is affectionate that's ready to receive a man for where he for what you see right and all the mental uh, dreams that come behind that like oh i wonder if he i wonder if he and, and you go from there the, the point is go beyond the aesthetic yes. go into the at least these three areas right just these three areas areas character consistency and currency character is who is he mm-hmm. who is this person who is it that you want consistency how consistent is he what is he like in each season right what is he like especially when he's uh when he's frustrated upset and when he's frustrated and upset with you how does he treat other people how does he treat his family how does he treat um people in uh in, in restaurants because that that was one big thing for me how people treat other people who are in service service oriented industries and currency what does he bring to the table more than money 
that can he can he afford your heart mm. can he afford your soul your spirit can he lead you in those directions in those areas can he afford your hurt because i know you're not all the way healed yes you started that journey yes you're at peace but can he afford the rest of the way right. say you need to be sitting back looking at a person discerning and testing and seeing whether that person right there can afford you physically mentally emotionally and spiritually mm. you understand what i'm saying yes so that's very important and don't go ahead were you gonna say something no nah, go ahead okay and don't be afraid once you realize what you have stop being afraid to say no mm. once you realize that you're the prize stop being afraid no and no doesn't have to listen i appreciate you spending time with me right i think i dig you as a friend brothers too I, I appreciate you bro okay so ladies i say this i appreciate you spending time with me thank you but no thank you man can i be honest with you be up be straight up front because you know what you're looking for you know what you're looking for. And now, now all men are looking for this, but you know what attracts you. Let's put it this way. You know what attracts, what attracted your eye. And so take some time and separate your physical attraction mm -hmm. from your mental, uh, from, from your physical stimulation, from your mental stimulation and have some conversations. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Here's the thing. And this is honestly for men and women, but um, I will say this be upfront and be honest and be very clear and then stick to that clarity <laughs> unless something literally legitimately changes what i mean by that is if you are not interested in that person do not try to keep other doors open other avenues open by not being 100 percent honest stop trying to keep legs open by not being 100 percent honest listen if you say you know what i really really admire you i really dig you as a person but i can't i don't really see this going anywhere say that don't say hey let's just keep hanging out and see where this will go you'll never know well, let's keep hooking up right but very few people actually say let's keep hooking up if they know somebody on the other end of that is looking for something more serious they'll right. say well you never know let's just see where things go because that leaves an open door in 2019 to stop being um washy about what you want i think that's one of the biggest things that drives people into these crazy fits over relationships is because you led them to believe that this relationship was something or even potentially something that you knew deep down it wasn't going to be in the first place have you ever been listening to us takara and Kenyon, and wondered what if they could be my personal coaches okay what if we could be your personal coaches through some of the toughest issues of your relationship or singleness? What if we told you that we are prepared to go anywhere you are? And not only that, but a community of those just like you will be there too. We've got something special for you. Our goal to guide you and thousands of others from heartbreak to wholeness has just gotten upgraded. We've recently opened the doors to the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. This is our private community designed specifically for you so that you can grow in the healthy love that you were designed for. And our dynamic healthy love roadmap houses a rapidly growing library of guidance made for wherever you are in your relationship journey. Are you interested in joining? Visit the Healthy Love Club 
thehealthylovebook.com. That's thehealthyloveclub, all one word, dot com. Visit today to get started. Number five, write this down. Write this, <laughs> Monisa, yes, you can. Write this down. I am no longer dating. I am discerning. Oh, we were just talking. We was talking about discerning. Man, I went straight into discerning. I, I was wondering I was, what was going on. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's just going to ease into there. Okay. Oh, I, hey, you man. did it. You had a Takara moment. I sure did. But that's all. I guess you all right. So I'm all right. <laughs> Number five, I am no longer dating. I am discerning. This is a definitive statement that I am being discerning. I've already explained to you what discernment means, so I don't have to go that deep into that in this one. The idea is this. If you're going to do something different, you if you're going to be something different, have different results, you got to do something different. Right. This is going to be um, game changing for you. This is going to change the entire game. Guaranteed. It's not going to feel good at first. Right. But when you be here's the problem. A lot of people want to be empowered, but they don't want the power once it's given to them. Mm -hmm. Saying no, being discerning gives you the power. It just don't feel good at first because we're we're returning away something that we feel like we want. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So be empowered enough to understand that this is what you want to be at peace and you want to be happy. You want something that's going to fit those standards that we just spoke about. I don't want to beat this one because I think we rolled this one up into the other one. Right. But in 2019, I am learning to say no. Add that. In 2019, I am learning to say no. In discerning, let me let me ask you a few questions. Just to just to stretch out the character currency and the consistency. What is their integrity like? Mm-hmm. What is their personality like? How predictable are they? Men, women like men, men, well, both of us, really. Yeah. We like to date people who are predictable because that secures us. It lets us know that a person is going to be where they said they were going to be and they're going to do what they said they were going to do. Predictability is a huge thing. And I'm not saying you can't do a surprise party or you can't give surprise gifts or whatever the case may be if they receive gifts. But the idea is predictability is one of the hugest positions because it really proves that you can be trusted. Go ahead. I think for a woman, I think what this looks like in a very natural sense is that what we tend to do, we meet a guy, he's great, he looks good, he smells good, um, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And when he, uh, and I'm going to say this for lack of better words, but I'm not going to say that this is, that, that they're, a bad person but a lot of times they love bomb you <laughs> they shower you with everything in the very beginning a dude who's wooing you that's what that's what he's going to do whether he you know, the, the, he's got good intentions or not men at the very front they want to put on their best show they want to make sure that they're everything that you you know maybe are imagining them to be that's all fine and good What we as women have to learn to stop doing is when men shower us with all the love and affection and everything in terms of, you know, the kind words, complimenting us, making us feel good, bringing us flowers, all that. We have to stop jumping head first into it and be like, cool, this must mean he's it. This must mean he's serious. This must mean he's the one and all of that. Your job if a dude. okay, baby, say something sweet to me. Say something. Turn turn it on. Turn it on. Girl, you so fine. I love them lips, baby. Hey, listen. Uh huh. <laughs> I like that lipstick. What's the name of it? 
Thank you. You know what? I don't even remember the name of it, but I really appreciate it. I really Ooh. appreciate it. Thank you so much. I like that color. Thank I want to remember it. Can you, can you give me a kiss on my cheeks? So I won't. I, I won't. Why don't you tell me more about you, though? Tell me about. <laughs> and so, but the, here's the thing, though. You can't let that get to you right up front. You be very appreciative and you make sure you find moments to drop that proverbial handkerchief and let him know that you're interested, but you do not let him come all the way and make sure that he is consistent in what he's doing if he finds you beautiful finds you gorgeous there is not I'm still going looking to, at you though baby you still, okay thank you um <laughs> there's not going to be moments where he's where you're going to have to question that he's going to realize very quickly that he has to work hard for you and either he'll fall off or he'll continue on in that path because that's who he really is Darrell 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 he said it I am discerning consistency is needed go ahead that's it that's it it's it's the consistency of it as a lady we cannot jump head first into the cat the the all the compliments and the wooing we've got to be like thank you so much i really appreciate that and continue to get to know and discern who that person is behind all of that otherwise we miss everything that we're supposed to be seeing during that discernment time as men we have to also get to a place i love what Darrell said because you have you also have to get to a place where you understand that just because she's giving it to you she's wooing you too yes um and we're in an age where women woo because women are at, they're they're pulling they women wants women want to fulfill the need to nurture love and be embraced and secured mm -hmm. and sometimes they give way too much and we men we can fall into listen we can fall into that love we can fall it's easy if you've ever rebounded before brother if you ever any of you brothers if you've ever and women too but since she spoke to the women i want to talk to you guys if you've ever rebounded before you know you rebounded to a woman who said oh i would never do to her do to you what she did to you uh -huh. oh that chick right there i can't believe you went i can't believe you stayed that long you know and that or, or that that, that work wife that work wife that work wife who that who, work wife. who continue who continues that you talk to Stop letting them be the nurturing respondent to your hurts, your aches and pains, because that only lasts for so long until they get you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that there's a bad just like for men is always not bad. I'm not saying there's always a bad con context to that. But the idea is, is that women are looking for somebody to be safe with and they will also put their best foot forward in order to show you that. This is what you can. This is the package you can have, but there's so much more inside. They cook chicken dinner, and we got to be prepared for that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Collard greens. So I think that's, I think that's very, very, very important. Okay. Um. So with that being said, I don't want to beat that horse too much longer. I am no longer dating. I'm discerning. I'm discerning. All right. <laughs> Number six. Let's write this down. Number six. I embrace the interval. Write that down. Somebody hit it. Somebody hit it. I embrace the interval. What does that mean? Uh-huh. The interval is the place between growth, uh, between uh, the place of growth between conception and birth. You get that? The interval is the place between defining what you desire and it coming into fruition. The interval is the place of peace between I'm preparing for a spouse and I have a spouse. Mm -hmm. 
embrace the interval. You don't have to have somebody there all the time. I know it's hard. I'm a person who don't like the long time. I don't. But you must embrace the interval because very special things happen in that interval. Very important things happen in that, happen in that interval. And if you don't embrace the interval, you'll keep getting kicked back to that interval. Yes. You'll yes. keep you'll you'll waste a year, you'll waste six months, you'll waste three months, you'll waste whatever, how much ever time you're given. Because what happens is is that we're afraid of the interval. We feel that there's something missing. Yeah. That we want. And yeah. so because we're afraid of the interval. We fill that space with whatever we can grab hold to. Okay, okay. We were talking about this earlier, right? Have you ever been in a scary movie or in a fun house? Or, yes. or, or walking through one of those scary houses or whatever the case may be, Haunted right? house. A haunted house, yeah, right. Yes. And something's jump out at you, and you grab hold of somebody you had no intentions of pulling close to you. That's what fear does to you. Fear causes you to jump suddenly and grab hold to someone you had no intention to be that close to you. Mm -hmm. And it does it all the time. All the time. Whenever fear, the presence of fear will destroy all, uh, all of the other uh, preceding declarations. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're saying, I know these things, but I have to, I, I need to hang on to something. I need to hang on to someone. When you're not sure-footed, you're looking for a rail, a rail when you go downstairs. Uh, it's funny because Takara doesn't like touching rails. <laughs> I don't. Because, you know, there's always gum or somebody do something stupid on rails. She doesn't you do it on escalators. She doesn't do it on anything. <laughs> you got one time for me to touch a piece of gum on a rail and I'm, I'm through. Right. <laughs> but, but you got to understand she's very sure-footed. Uh, she's incredibly sure for it meaning no matter how high her heels and this girl got some bad shoes <laughs> no matter how high her heels are she she her steps are felt and she steps strong before she moves to the next step mm -hmm. you have to get to a place where you're sure-footed and you can only get there in an interval not holding on to something else that's it that's it outside of god go ahead outside of god here's the thing number one uh tasha just said i'm more afraid of another toxic relationship than i am in the interval that's why i'm at peace during this season amen let me tell y'all something in those Good. interval times listen be by yourself being by yourself is not a bad word. It is not a negative thing. What do we do in those intervals? What do we do in those moments? We're picking up new skills. We're picking up new hobbies. We're traveling. We're becoming a better version of ourselves. We out there hashtag living my best life. Understand that these particular moments are meant for you to reevaluate your past and then redefine your future. Everything that you're supposed to be learning about who you are and where you're going happens right here in the interval. I have made so many terrible life altering decisions because I was afraid to be in that interval place, lost opportunities, lost business opportunities, lost all sorts of things because I was not waiting, not just on um, the interval and, and for me to learn and grow in those places but I was also not waiting on God I was not waiting on God to really l speak and breathe his love into me and because I was searching for it in all the wrong places 
all sorts of things in my life got derailed because I was not patient in those interval moments. Hey, man, let me tell you what we when we finally hit those right interval moments. I had come off of like the worst rebound ever. And I went into my interval. Takara was going through whatever she was going through. Yeah. And she hit her interval. And, and you know, when after all was said and done and we began the, the idea that we may talk with each other, we were both in a place where we're like, well, you know, if it is, it is it's going to be what it's going to be. Right. I said, listen, I live in Dayton. I ain't moving. This is where I am. This is where I'm going to be. You want to see me? And she's like, well, shoot. You know, it's cool because I'm with my daughters. I'm cool. We cool. We don't need no other interference. We don't need none of that. So this is what it's going to be. If it turn out, it turn out. If it don't, it don't. We were so we were so in that interval moment. It was like um, it was like, well, you you came up. So let's start talking. You know, there was an interest there, but it was like, hey, look, don't expect too much because i'm right here he was I'm so doing serious. my thing i was <laughs> he was so serious i was serious too but, but he i believe like, hey. but hey but i believe in being straight up too it doesn't mean that i was right in all the things that i've done but i do believe in being straight up i'm gonna tell you where i am and i'm not gonna hold back and if you receive me at where i am that's on you uh-huh you see what i'm saying uh-huh. and so what happened was you know when we got tired of when we got sick and tired emotionally and physically and financially uh-huh. sick and tired of being sick and tired we were like okay god i'm gonna be still right i'm gonna be still right and everything else just happened by it was just a natural progression right it was just you know but it was serious it was serious business Ser- when i say serious business you'll know later we'll be able to share that with you later but it was serious business follow us on instagram we're gonna start sharing some more of those pieces of that story too absolutely definitely absolutely we ready for the last one babe we are oh, ready. Oh, oh. the last statement for this and night in 2019 you will love yourself enough to embrace the interval yes stop being afraid of rejection stop being afraid of being alone stop being afraid of your age or how you look or stop being afraid of what you have brother sister env- embrace that interval finally write this down mm-hmm. i am new I know it sounds cliche. New year, new me. <laughs> I know it sounds cliche, but here's the the premise behind this is you got to be seriously new. What that means is we have a habit of being who we are. Right. For the most point, we're consistent. Nobody can hide who they are for, for too long. Right. It will come out. And it probably came out early, but you know, if, if you're not paying attention, you won't see it. The idea is, is to make sure you understand that you have to practice being new. This is not just something I say. When I speak declarations and when I talk about declarations, I don't declare as if it's going to happen to me. I declare as if I'm going to do it. It it becomes a practice. It becomes my schooling. It becomes my I want to form a habit. Mm. I want to make this a habit. And so I have to practice it just like typing, just like writing in cursive. If they still do that, just like (laughs) writing in Greek, whatever it is, it, it has to become a habit. 
and you have to practice it. So by writing I am new, you're actually proclaiming that you're willing to practice your newness because what you've gotten has gotten you only so far. It's okay because it's been used to better you. It's been used to put you right here in front of us. It's chiseled away at your character. It's chiseled away at you. And some of those cracks from that chisel, that can be healed through the Holy Spirit. But right now, on, you need to understand that you can move forward being new. That means a new perception. I see things differently. Yes, I'm attracted to that, but is that ready for who I am? Mm. Can that afford who I am? Can that deal with who I am? Let me ask them. <laughs> Let me be real Let me about discern this. It. Let me discern it. Let me test them. You have to do things differently, see things differently. I don't mind dating. I'm going to date. Not me. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at me. I'm feeling her looking at me. Oh, for real? You, you, I'm sorry. You're going to do what now? Let me take my earring. <laughs> I don't mind dating, but this time I'm doing it differently. It's the new way. It's the new way. I have a set of standards right here that is a constantly growing list as people as people show me new things, as people uh, uh, gratify me in some ways and in other ways disappoint me. I'm making the standard. Yes. I need this character to be just like this. I need the character of Christ. I need a man who's willing to come along this healing journey with me. They don't have to. It's not their fault. But what you want to do is you want to be ready. You want to be new. You want to be new with many of you have already have standards and many of you have pretty good standards, too. I don't want to take that away from you, but have new standards. Develop something new. As a matter of fact, do me. Oh, do me. Do me a favor right now. Can I tell him? Yeah. A favor or you? OK, do me a favor right now. Well, she's about to give a point, but I want you guys to write a standard, a new standard right now that you're going to have that you've never had before. And what I would suggest <laughs> is basing that standard off of something that you've accepted in the past that you now know you probably shouldn't accept anymore. Absolutely. Um, that happened to me. It happened to me, too. It, it, it did. I was like, oh, no, I'm not dealing with that like again. Ever again. <laughs> ever, ever, ever <laughs> no, again. No, 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 yeah. no. Not that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, that, that I learned early on um, was somebody who was very, very fresh and new out of a relationship. Like, even though people say, oh, I'm ready, they out there. Even if they think they are, they're not ready. Like that was something that I learned early on. One of the other things I once I dated one person without kids and I saw how selfish and demanding they were because I had children. After that, I was like, you know what? I can't do that anymore. Never mind. I'm not going to date somebody that doesn't have kids because I need you to understand my time is. I also need to see how you are as a parent. Um, you know, outside of me and my kids. So that was, these are just certain things that I just finally, like every time I got out of a bad relationship or something that just like kind of didn't make me feel good once it was done, I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna do that no more. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys write down, I see Monique wrote down new standards. Yes, I see uh, Chris wrote down half the rent. Be able to pay half the rent. Uh, Renika, Renika said, why uh, my sister's name Ronika, by the way uh, my new standard is not pausing my discernment for the benefit of others Ooh. thank you for listening to the soul ties podcast recorded live on facebook and distributed to itunes and soundcloud now if you're on itunes we can't grow without you so help spread the love 
rate us, leave a review, and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties Podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.